Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And happy Mimosa Monday. Cheers. Cheers. I can't wait till we can, like, go celebrate again. Actually just, clank in person. <laughs> yes, life is just so busy. So we just, you know, we got we to gotta carve out that time, like we always say, for the important things, like a Mimosa. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, today we're going to talk about something that Lauren brought up that sort of relates to some of the podcasts we've done recently. Yeah. This has just been showing up in my coaching. So I felt like we should share it with our audience too, but just really how like setting boundaries and how to stay true to them when you're dealing maybe with outside people, like unhealthy um, people in family or just how to really implement that into your life. Right. And I think you had a good quote that I, I, the first one that you said is a good one to start off with, because I think we all can relate to this at some, to some level, if we're, especially if we're people pleasers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the quote is, um, so it just says boundaries. If someone throws a fit because you set boundaries, it's just more evidence. The boundary is needed. And I think that's so interesting and so true. And, and I think that we, I've, I mean, I've experienced that very same thing in my family. Um, but it's, as you're saying, as as we're going to, into the holiday season, this is so important because I think setting healthy boundaries is a way for us to respect ourselves. And then when we've not done that in the past, when we talk about that quote, somebody throwing a fit about it, it's because we're putting our needs and wants and desires out there with a healthy boundary and they don't like it because they've been walking all over us or disrespecting us at some level for so long. Yeah. And when it, when you say holidays, that makes me think like, maybe how can we be better prepared if we know we have to go somewhere? We don't want to be around like that toxic conversation, but for me, it's almost like, okay, how can I be prepared? What kind of like you mentioned, even before we restarted recording was what was your question? What is something great happened in your life in the last year or something? Is that what you Yeah. If you talk to somebody who's always negative Nelly and you say, Hey, how you been? Yeah. Um, tell me something great that's happened this month. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just up and down. Tell me something great. And it really, it's really kind of a cognitive therapy thing. And if they're always negative, sometimes it kind of knocks them for a second to take a breath and say, Oh, let me think about that. Yeah. But I love that. Cause it's like, take the minute, take a minute to really think about the situation going in it, maybe with a little bit more of a plan. So that way you can enjoy the holiday. Right. And I mean, it can be whether it's family and we all have, you know, some strange Uncle Joe or whatever, or some person in our family that's sometimes hard to be around, or it could be a Christmas party or a holiday party that you're going to just with friends. And there's that one friend that's always, you know, the distant friend that comes at you and is always negative. But I think having a plan in place is good. And, and, and one of them is doing that that question about, tell me something yeah. that's happened, but, but also a couple of things that we talked about, um, you know, keep scanning the room and keeping, keeping those conversations. Like we talked about at our podcast, we just did um, recently about asking about themselves. You're not yeah. just what great, tell me something great, but tell me what's been going on or, you know, tell me about your kids or it, it turns that conversation to them and it's superficial, you know, kind of in that. Minute. And then you can move on and that's okay. Like, find the people that you enjoy having those conversations with. 
Right. And there is a there is a sense of you can also avoid you can be civil and friendly, but you don't have to engage. You can keep it very minimal and make an excuse of, oh, I've got to go check on this or I've got to go. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to go say hi to so and so. You know, you don't have to get stuck in that corner. I mean, have you ever had that happen? Get stuck in a corner with someone like Yeah, but that's because I wasn't learning to stay true to my own needs and wants. And that was something I kind of thought of when we were chatting about, you know, just the boundaries is how do I stay true to that? My needs, my wants, but also making sure I'm communicating that because, you know, we're not, we're not mind readers. Right. And I, when you say not mind readers and, and the, the, the thing about putting up healthy boundaries, if you haven't in the past it does make people upset because it's not the usual pattern. So, so yeah, it's not new, you, it's like, Ooh, I can't walk all over you anymore. Right. And it's a new pattern and people don't like that. So saying no is okay. And like you said, communicating what you need. We don't always have to put somebody else's needs and wants as us people pleasers over our, our own. I'm not saying be selfish, but we don't have to say, Oh, if I don't do this, they're going to feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to do this, but then I'm going to be uncomfortable. You know, yeah. we don't have to do that. Well, and a good example of one that always kind of sticks in my head as I was learning to set them and that people pleaser would come in is say like we had plans to go to dinner, but I just knew I wasn't going to fully be me, be present. I was exhausted, whatever. And then I could simply say, Michelle, I would love to have a rain check and reschedule this when I know I can show up and really just enjoy our time together. And that was a big shift for me because I realized like, I could respect me, but that was also respecting the time that we had together that I could fully, you know, be present in our relationship. But I think that was really, it's a really good way to put it too. It's like, you're not disrespecting them by blowing them off. You're saying, listen, I'm not going to be able to, to be a good partner in this, in this event. So maybe if we could just put it off to another day, it'll be more fun for both of us. So that's, yeah. putting, it's like, you're putting their needs in it too, as well as your own. Right? Yeah. That was one that really kind of helped me because boundaries was definitely something I struggled with that I've been working through, you know, since I got divorced. Um, but that is an example that always sticks in my head. That's like, okay, that's still, like you said, both people's needs. Well, and, and sometimes, I mean, I've had this, this is one of my recent ones and, and I put some healthy boundaries up in some family dynamics and, um, I was told that my healthy boundaries are causing this person psychological damage. And I'm thinking how, how just by not including um, unhealthy people in my inner circle and, and being friendly, but not having them be a part of all the things. Well, and that's hard because you could make that mean something about you, but since you know the things that you know, you acknowledge that it's like you said, an unhealthy person. Um, that manipulated me for years. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't mean anything about you, but that's, that's a struggle though. Sometimes in setting boundaries, when you make it mean something about you and you're, then you get into that people pleasing. So how would you say to a client, um, to, to be okay sometimes if we have to distance ourselves from people, if they haven't done the inner work on themselves, if they're still in a toxic place. And, and I think that, that that is, you know, just because people are family doesn't mean that we don't have toxicity in our family. It's not strangers. It's not always just, oh, I have a crazy neighbor or this lady at work. It's our own families have, have issues. And sometimes you can, you have to take a step back and have 
that distance, you can be friendly, you can be civil you, when you're, you know, you can still attend events and do these things that we just talked about in the beginning of this podcast, you know, have in conversations, but you don't have to let yourself get taken advantage of and you distance yourself and you keep that boundary there and, and you respect yourself. And eventually that habit is as you're respecting yourself, a lot of times they recognize, oh, I'm, I'm going to be more respectful. They may not. I mean, I can't guarantee it because if they don't care to work or do anything different or. Well, I think that's the part that I had to recognize too, is just remembering that hurt people hurt people. That's another thing that rings in my head a lot of just knowing like if they haven't done the inner work yet and they just aren't ready to, that it's okay for me to create the distance and give them the space and, you know, send them love that I hope that they do the work. So, you know, they can show up differently. Um, that wasn't easy, but I know it's honestly what's best for both. Right. And that's a natural consequence with healthy people that aren't people pleasing. If someone comes on too strong or disrespectful, the natural consequence is people back away. <laughs> I don't want to hang around this person because they're not fun to be with. They're not uplifting. They're not I mean, I'm not saying in a relationship, it always has to be uplifting and fun because we have hard times we go through together, but it's not yeah. one-sided. It's not always about them and their needs. And, and that's, that's okay to put the, you know, the boundary there. So I think it's important for, for our listeners. And, and I love the quote you found because yes, people throw a fit when you start putting healthy boundaries up because they don't like it. But I did find once I started doing it, I actually felt empowered if that's the right word I'm thinking, but yeah. I did, I, I felt like, okay. And I felt more becoming myself and staying true to myself and, and respecting, yes, that's what and I was respecting yourself. Yeah. Yes. And I, and it felt really good because then it actually did better. Some of those relationships of really saying like, okay, this is my want and my need, and this is my boundary around it. But also then saying if the boundaries, you know, getting crossed. Right. And, and again, it goes back to habits. That was the habit of functioning in, in relating in those relationships where you're being taken advantage of and the boundaries are not healthy, it's because it, it's become a habit. And so creating a new habit, as we say, takes time. And again, consistency, if you give in once you've really blown it, because that's the ratio reinforcement you've given in once they know if they push. So you have to keep consistently keep healthy boundaries with love and kindness and compassion. You're not being yeah. rude. And really, I think sometimes when you establish it, especially if we take it into like the business world, like if you establish those things up front and make it known, and sometimes that's scary, but setting those expectations, you know, people will actually follow your boundaries, but you have to say them. That's the communication we were talking about in the other way. Same thing goes for business. Like, you know, if People, like we were talking about before, our phones, we have 24-hour access. That doesn't mean we have to respond to our client. We can tell them, I might get back to you in 24 hours. If you message me over the weekend, I will get back to you on Monday. Those are things that I put in place, but it took me learning boundaries in my other relationships to realize some of the boundaries that were lacking even in my business. Well, and it's hard with business too, because in the beginning, you might have answered when you're trying to establish a clientele and establish a business, you might take calls all the time or yeah. on the weekend and because you're trying to pr promote your business. So then the habit has been established. Oh, you can call Lauren or Michelle any old time because they're they're open to that. But then when you put up the healthy boundaries, you say, okay, but again, consistently over and over, this is the this is the new norm. This is what we do. And it does shift with time. Your business is not where it was when you were first starting out as a new stylist, right? So those things do change. Um, 
and we have to flow with it and not be afraid to put that out there. So, so yeah, a few things I would say to leave people with, if you're feeling any bit like overwhelmed or resentful or that you're just not taking care of yourself, then those are some, some signs that you might need to set some boundaries. Very good. Good. Wise, wise points at the end here. All right. Any, anything else with that's it. Okay. Keep your healthy boundaries. Don't be afraid of it. Establish a new pattern. Okay. And as always stay cheeky listeners.